You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. I'm so excited to be speaking with special guest Tanya Jewel Blessing. Let me just share a few words about Tanya. She has so much going on in her life, so this is very, very exciting. Uh, Tanya is a well-known national and international speaker, often serving women in areas of the world which cannot be publicized. She's written articles and devotional for missions magazines and women's groups. She's the author of The Whispering of the Willows, which is a novel set in Big Creek, West Virginia. And she also has co-authored a awesome devotional, Soothing Rain. Tanya lives in South Africa with her husband of 35 years, Chris. I've met him. He's really fun and they're a great couple together. She's worked as a children's pastor, youth pastor, and women's pastor. And she served on staff at Praise Church in Littleton, Colorado. Tanya and her husband operated Strong Cross Ranch, Colorado, for over 11 years. They relocated their ministry to South Africa in June of 2012. Today, we are going to hear an amazing God story from Tanya. She recently experienced the faithfulness of God and His protection when she was bit by a cobra snake in her bedroom. To set the stage for this story, take a moment and picture yourself ready to go to sleep in your comfortable PJs in your remote home in South Africa on a windy night, and you suddenly feel something bite your finger. So, Tanya... Do tell us more. Well, thank you for having me today, Michelle. Um, My husband and I work in a number of the rural villages in South Africa, and I lead ladies' Bible studies in those villages. There's such a presence there of witchcraft and a commingling of Christianity with ancestral worship. And oftentimes the women in those villages are manipulated by witch doctors or sangomas. So the women I'd been working with were growing in the Lord, and they were being challenged. How do I deal with this cultural issue that I know is against what God's Word teaches? So as we begin to talk about witchcraft and our battles in the heavenlies, I was sharing the scripture in the uh, Gospels about how we can tread upon serpents and scorpions and how nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing is more powerful than God. So that set the stage for what happened. Um, I I know. It's just amazing. Every day, Michelle, these women are faced with battles, you know, where uh, openly people will go and pay a witch doctor to curse somebody or, or they'll pay a witch doctor to, you know, plant what would be considered evil things in their yard. And it's very challenging and scary for these women. So little did I know that um, when we begin to delve into those things and expose darkness with the light of God's word, sometimes there are repercussions that happen because of that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, So the significance about your experience then in this situation is that, you know, really, this was an attack by the enemy. Don't you feel that was what was going on? I I firmly believe that. You know, I don't think there are coincidences in the spiritual realm, and I don't think there's a coincidence that we were teaching and talking about those very things. So what happened was I, I was laying in bed reading, and 
my mind was racing. So I decided to take um, a, a half a prescription sleeping pill. And as I took that pill and began to relax and begin to doze, um, my hand was, my right hand was under the pillow in the bed, and I felt something latch on. Use my left hand, I reached across my body to see what was biting me. I didn't even turn on the light. That's how instantaneously I did. And I could feel it was a snake. Scary. And oh, I my gosh. I, I know. can't imagine. The snake had bitten my pinky finger. It had. It was bleeding profusely. So we knew that something was wrong. I said to my husband, hey, do you think you should set the poison out? And, of course, Chris responds by saying, Tanya, that's only in the movies. <laughs> I had to find the snake. So we knew what antivenom I was going to need when I got to the hospital. So the search began. Chris called a neighbor, and they opened drawers and looked under the bed and finally found the snake coiled under a chair in our bedroom. And um, not to be too graphic here for the listeners, but my husband shot the snake with a BB gun, which really wasn't that effective. But um, the laws in South Africa don't really permit people to have, you know, anything more powerful than that in their home. So once the snake was killed and um, Chris and a neighbor man were able to identify it as a Mozambique spitting cobra, we got in the car and we headed to the, the, the hospital. Now, the snake was uh, over 55 inches long, which is very large for that kind of a snake. And usually over 50% of the people that are bitten by that kind of snake die. And treatment is supposed to be received within 45 minutes or the person dies or there's just grave co physical consequences. Well, we drove 45 minutes to the closest town, and when we got there, there was an ambulance waiting for us um, to take us to another town, the, the town we originally drove to, Mokopani. None of the clinics had any of the anti-venom. So by the time I actually got to the hospital and got treatment, it, w it was about three hours. Oh and, you know... I wasn't in pain. The The bite throbbed a little bit. There was a little bit of swelling and my pinky turned purple. But generally what happens is within the 45 minutes of receiving a bite, your skin and blood um, begin to, your blood begins to coagulate. The skin swells and turns black. And it's just so unusual that nothing had to be amputated. There wasn't uh, grave problems with my body, none of that. In fact, I was so relaxed about the whole thing that Chris was having to push me out the door to get wow. me in the car to get to the ambulance. Oh I mean, gosh. just crazy. I, so, you know, I was sharing a little bit about this story with my husband, and he was like, do you think maybe that God protected Tanya even with the sleeping pill, you know, taking a half of that, do you think that slowed down your heart rate and maybe slowed down how you responded to the whole bite? Definitely, because I think if I hadn't had taken that medication, um, I would have panicked when I was bit. Mm -hmm. And especially when I knew it was a snake. And that was the key. I didn't panic. 
When I got in the ambulance in Mokopani to travel to the next town for the anti-venin, my blood pressure was low. Mm-hmm. I was sleepy. I slept in the ambulance the next 45 minutes to an hour to get to the next town. I just wasn't that upset. I mean, I brushed my teeth before we left the house. I decided I had bedhead, so I shampooed my hair. And Chris was like, Tanya, pack. Get your pajamas off, get clothes on, we've got to go. And, I mean, this is how calm I was. Our room, Chris and my bedroom was just kind of a mess. You know, uh, Chris and the neighbor had turned over nightstands and open drawers and you know, the chair had been turned over where they found the snake. And I just thought, you know what, I don't want to come home to this mess. So I straightened everything up. I got a bucket of water and some soap and um, kind of mopped up where the snake had been killed. I mean, it was like it didn't occur to me that my life was in danger in any way. Sounds surreal. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. God protected you, gal. I mean, just really sounds surreal. I just can't imagine. I look back on it now and I think, okay, what was I doing? I should have been screaming and crying and (laughs) I didn't do any of that. (laughs) And then I I know just rejoicing that God protects us. He he keeps us safe. When, when I got to the hospital in Polokwane, um, they gave me the anti-venin. They gave me antibiotics. They updated my tetanus shot. They did all of those things and insisted that I spend the night. So by the time I got to my hospital room, it was 4 in the morning. I slept till around 8 or 9. And when I woke up, uh, they had doctor after doctor parading into the hospital room. And I remember the first doctor saying, you are so lucky. And I said to the doctor, it's not about luck. It's about the blessings and provision of a God. Another doctor would come in and he would say, I can't believe we're not amputating your pinky or at least a portion of your hand. You know, you should be in surgery right now. Another doctor said, I've never seen anyone come in like this where they they don't need surgery to, you know, get rid of the poison. And I just kept saying, you know, the Lord took care of me. So I went home from the hospital, was a little groggy for a couple days, but other than that, I have done great. I've got a little tiny scar where you can see where the the snake latched onto my finger. I've got a little bit of discoloration, a couple red dots or purple dots. But other than that, I have done great. And I left for America a couple days after that. I, I had already booked a ticket. So our ministry teammates continued on with the ladies' Bible study and the work that we were doing in the villages. And they were able to testify and tell these women the word of God is true. The word oh, of God wow. is true. Yes. What a glory story. I mean, I was going to ask you, how did this experience affect those you were ministering to, you know, and how has this grown their faith and the faith of those that were involved in your story all the way through? Well, I think my faith was a witness to the doctors, obviously, at the hospital. Um, it was also a witness even the people in the ambulance, the the driver and the attendant. And they sent a man, our doctor coordinated and sent a man who met me at the ambulance in Mokopani. And he actually is a snake expert. So he publishes a a magazine 
about people who have been, uh, about snakes in general, but he does feature articles about people who've been bitten by snakes and consequences and all of that stuff. So they've actually published an article with my story, giving glory to God that I was kept safe. Now, the women in the villages are so excited. It's encouraged their faith that they can stand against the powers of darkness. And that it's not them fighting against a witch doctor or a Sangoma or a family member about worshiping the dead. It's the Spirit of God fighting on their behalf. It's those principalities that are fighting in heavenly places. They don't have to fight. God fights those battles for them. So it's been a great testimony. Wow, what an amazing God story. And my listeners, I hope, will be so blessed by this because God is in the midst of what He's called us to be doing. And for you... He knew. He knew the timing of all this. He knew ahead of what you were going to be going through. He knew that as he kept you protected. This this is just really a wonderful story. And I'm so grateful that you could bless so many. I, I'm assuming, too, now that this experience has also changed even your marriage some. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it does. I I think as couples, when we go through these moments of panic, and my husband was very calm. You know, he's a a retired Denver police detective. He he he's accustomed or was accustomed to dealing Mm -hmm. with crisis. But when it's your family member, the crisis feels differently. But he stayed very calm through the whole thing, which helped me to stay calm. And I also, after the fact, there was a dependence on Chris. You know, I wasn't feeling well. You know, I was drugged up for a couple days. There was just a dependency that Chris didn't leave my side and walked through this. We walked through this together as a couple. And and the testimony that we have is God is good. He takes care of his children. And we Mm -hmm. rejoice together in that. And I'm not going to say there haven't been some emotional things that have happened because of that, because that would be Mm -hmm. dishonest. I felt fine spiritually. I felt fine physically, even emotionally. I've done okay. But as time went on, just within a few days of experiencing that, I began to have nightmares. And it really was my husband that, you know, just said, Tanya, we are not going to let a snake bite deter us from the purposes of God. We're not going to. God took care of you. He's faithful. And we can trust that whatever happens in the future in our lives or in our ministry, that he will continue to be faithful. So I, I agree with you. There, are, there was something that happened as a couple where we stood together. And, and God was just amazing in the midst of all that. Wonderful. So, Tanya, we have women today that are listening to this and they're struggling or have had a recent attack by the enemy on their calling or on their marriage or on their Mm -hmm. faith or in their finances or in their health and just need support or need encouragement. How does your ministry work in the midst of that? Or how can these women who need this extra support from your perspective through what you are doing in your ministry and in your calling, how can you help them? Well, I just want to say that snakes come in different forms. They do. <laughs> yes. They do. Absolutely. You know, it, can be a snake, it can be a snake of criticism. 
Mm-hmm. It can be a snake of discouragement, a, a snake of lack of resources. And I would just encourage women, they can go to our ministry website, which is www.strongcrossministries.org, or they can go to my um, author web- website, www.tanyajewelblessing.com. And there's a link in both of those websites where they can reach me via email. And I would be blessed and honored you know, if a woman wanted to reach out to me and just say, hey, could you pray for me? I'm struggling. I'm struggling in my marriage. I'm struggling with finances. I'm struggling in ministry. And I would be happy to correspond with them via email. And I would also, if a woman reaches out um, with her permission, I can get our team in South Africa. There's 11 of us that serve on the Strong Cross Ministries team, we would pray for you at our staff meetings and agree with you in prayer for there to be a breakthrough. For no matter what's happening to you, I know that God has a plan and God will be faithful to touch and provide health and wisdom and deliverance from those snakes in in your life. Wonderful. Thank you, Tanya, so much for the blessing of being able to hear your God's story and for the encouragement uh, that you're uh, providing to those women who may be struggling in so many areas where they're encountering different types of snakes in their lives. Altered Stories is a new ministry, and if you enjoyed today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of everyday women, too. So why don't you share the link to our website, alteredstories.org. Share it on your social media. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in financially supporting this outreach. To find out more, just log on to alteredstories.org. That's alteredstories.org.